after a much anticipated comeback guys anyone listening latinas watching bravo we were on a little hiatus but we are back and we are going to break down all things potomac um they have so much going on this season (laughs) but first i want to check in with the co-host you were telling us about your dr trip Yes, La Colombiana was in the DR for Thanksgiving <laughs> break. Um, so I was in Char's, you know, territory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I had a blast. Like I was saying, my my Dominicanos were so amable. They were like, just so hospitable, so nice to us. I loved it. I had a great time. I want to go back. Maybe I'm going to go yes. to a different part. Was that yeah, the visit. first time you had been? The first time I went to, yeah. Punta oh, how exciting. Time. I had a trip planned uh, for the DR right before the pandemic. So I have never been. So yeah, first time. So, you know, you know, Punta Cana is, you know, the northeast part of the island. Next time I want to go to the southeast part. So we get yes. the Caribbean Sea, not yeah. the Atlantic Ocean, you know. Um, so I think next time I go, I want to go to the Caribbean Sea side. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to go back. How was, was the food? It was really nice. It was good. It was good. I mean, I didn't get real Dominican food because that an all-inclusive, you know, you kind of get. I love an all-inclusive. Yeah. What is real? And Dominican they cater food? to the they they cater to the gringos. I mean, let's right. of course. Right. I always feel like even at all-inclusive, <laughs> like there, my experience is that the Dominican food that they serve can either it's, it's American. Like it, yeah, it's it caters to them. It's hit or miss. So depending on where you go, some places it's bomb and it tastes like you know, like mom, yeah. my mom made it. You know. Um, because it's yeah. like authentic, but then some places are is like lacking a little bit of sazon. What know? is authentic yeah. Dominican? Um, I guess arroz. it just depends. Ar- we always have arroz. Abitura, what is your guitarra. arroz? Is your uh, arroz white? So we have two things. So my mom always has a pot of white rice, right? But we also mm-hmm. have what's called moro, which I think Cubans call it arroz Cubans con guandul or mm-hmm. something. They call it something different. We call it moro, and it's like mm-hmm. black, bean, uh, like garbanzo or black bean cooked into the rice like with sasson mm-hmm. and oh, so like you do it on one pot and it has like you know like cebolla rica mm-hmm. like everything you put it like whatever your mom or grandma like is you know seasons because you know so we don't good. have recipes it's like because i had in. never seen white rice <laughs> yeah. until i lived in dc i, I never yeah knew it came we white. do white rice <laughs> We do white rice, but you always have like something. You have like habichuela guisada or something to put. Habichuela is frijoles, right? Beans. Yeah, frijoles. Yeah, Yeah, they use different. They can use like brown, either brown or black, depending. I know there's different varieties, but it just depends. Again, that's one thing we all have in common. I think in the Caribbean and in South America, it's white rice. White rice, some sort of bean. Yeah, some sort of bean. Black bean, kidney bean, some sort of bean. Something at least to put on top of it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I think even like closer to the south of, of Mexico, I did see white rice um, yeah. in later trips, but like uh, I never knew white rice like was part of like Latin America. So that's all I was saying. What color is the rice? So like I think that's I feel like, like it's not viewers it's not our first go to. I will say my mom growing up, I feel like moro, what we call moro, with like moro. the habichuela like inside all mixed together uh-huh. that's like first oh like, okay. that would be oh, my first oh, okay like it's a dish by itself and then yes like it's all cooked together white rice by itself oh yeah my mom mm-hmm. also made a white rice but never just plain like you would never just get served like a bowl of white rice yeah, <laughs> There's always yeah, something yeah no to go i didn't with. think that i i thought you meant <laughs> like when i say white rice i mean like with stuff 
yeah always yeah. with yeah. stuff <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we don't do plain white rice, I don't think. There's like white rice with zanahoria, white rice with yeah. noodles, like white rice with something. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, I feel like I've missed you guys so much. And like I've been thinking you. about you guys yeah. as I was watching this, especially because like we have that that like Latin DC tie. And so like when I was talking about the colada shop, I was thinking of you guys. And I was yeah, like, oh one of my, my favorite places. I love it so much. I was having a whole conversation with y'all. <laughs> yes. I'm Thank glad we you. get to record it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for anyone listening, as y'all know, anyone that follows Instagram stories, life was happening to me, but I'm very happy that we're coming to the end of 2022. And I'm so happy that Potomac is back. It really kind of pulled me out of my funk. And, um, you know, listening to our co-host, there there was just like so much going on in D.C. But as we get into it, you guys are also the mommies. How's holiday treating you right now? It's been busy. I mean, it's going to get busier, but I feel like we're okay. I mean, and the age might be a thing too, but um, lots of excitement for like our family has come to visit. So she's oh, getting really? ready for She's ready for abuelo and abuela and her nan and grandpa and presents and baking. Oh, that's There's a, a lot good of question. Like, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Because I've been seeing Coquito and I know that's is that <gasps> Dominican or Puerto Rican or Caribbean? We we like Puerto I feel like Rican. we've adapted it, but it's Puerto Rican. Yeah, it's Puerto Rican Coquito, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but we always have it at our family gatherings because <laughs> we're all from different um, Latin American backgrounds. So, what do you guys do for Christmas? Well, you know, we celebrated the twenty fourth. Yeah, right. That's universal. Yeah, that's that's everyone. (laughs) Yeah, Latinos are all about Noche Buena. Yeah, that's the party. But what do you guys have foods or like? I had never heard of coquito. Pernil. I lived up there. Uh, What's pernil? Pernil is um like pork shoulder, and it has like, but it comes with like the skin on it. So when you cook it, you like roast it, and the skin gets like oily. It's like you know chicharrón, like Mexicans do chicharrón. So it's like that, but like uh, the pernil is like think about like pulled pork. Like that's a bastardization. Like someone is probably gonna yell at me for I mean, it's comparing so it. To no, that. listen, like my family. You know, you know, I'm a vegetarian. So right. like my yeah. family, when I used to go to New York, they do the whole pig and like yeah lechon oh like in Miami yeah lechon right lechon yeah lechon is the whole thing like yeah I'd be like no I can't see that I have nightmares (laughs) I mean and like my daughter and my daughter and my daughter was little and she's like oh my god it's Peppa Pig you know oh no that's horrible oh my god I was like oh my god I can't see that I can't see that speaking of that reminds me like one of my childhood memories was going back to DR and my my mom's side of the family had like they lived in like the country like country and when you say country mm-hmm. like I mean like dirt floors like where we stayed um and so I was playing and I just happened to walk up when they were slaughtering a pig oh <laughs> no. it was just, like normal but for them it's like normal so they were like oh yeah. come watch <laughs> like I wasn't scarred but I do remember I was like oh Oh, okay. Like, wow. Well, yeah. welcome to, to yeah, the La Isla. Mexican, La Isla, right? Yeah, in Mexican culture, we do a lot of, like, the, the chivo or the cabra. Like, yeah. I've seen those pits, right? Like, the big old pits. But yep. I've never seen um smoking pit for anyone non-Latino listening. Uh, they do a whole big giant hole in the ground, and then you... Yeah, and you bury it. Yeah, you do a whole thing. Um, But I've never seen a pig... Uh, the lechon mm-hmm. until season one of Real Housewives of Miami, Miami. <laughs> yeah. when he does the whole thing I'm sure oh it, I even I'm not a vegetarian but it was hard for me to watch I was like, oh. like seeing their little face like I don't want to see the face it tastes oh, good though no. 
I know. I, I'm sure. <laughs> and then, you know, another thing that we do that my, my tia used to do a lot was tamales, actually. She yeah. Tamales mm-hmm. with the leaves so nice. and everything. Are your tamales this, like, similar to like Mexican tamales? No, because they're with banana leaves in the cur- in the Caribbean, no? Yeah, because we have different. Yeah. Like ours we are use different. Banana leaves. In yeah. Colombia, you guys also use yeah. banana leaves? They use the, the green, the green leaves and tie it up and the little yep. rope and yeah. What's the I fill? Do. Like, what's the masa and filling for you guys? I don't know that. I don't I know. It's like that. similar. So tia, ours are very different. One, yeah, my tia was the one in charge of that, and I just, I would just show up. You're like, she, I just eat the one that them makes them every Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what are, What are they in the dr? Sorry. I feel like they're super different. They They're just like the flavor platano. Everything's platano. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's just better. different, and like the stuffing is. I love Mexican. Tamal is so good. I could eat tamal every morning. Like, if you yeah, gave it to I, me. Yeah, we do eat them every morning. And sometimes you got to take Pepsi AC now at this age. Like, <laughs> I do eat them all the time. <laughs> Mexican Christmas. Um, that's why I was putting up the Thanksgiving pics. Because it's like, I think for Latinos in general, holidays, like, in the States, it's just like, I, I really do love them. And I think it's, it's just, like, very different. But, very different. Uh, yeah, very different. So, like like even for thanksgiving it, it's bunuelos tamales over here you know and then for th- uh for christmas too like we will just be eating tamales like all month long and it's like chile raja con chile but our red chile ones are pork so forever i never knew i was eating pork but they're delicious and um and then we have the sweet ones which are i don't know Ooh. we just call them the dulce and, I don't know if I've had like a sweet Oh, they're tamale. so good. They're they're super good. I think it's like sugar. It's like caña. And, Ooh, okay. And then I don't know. I think sometimes they put like nueces in them, like it, depending if if you want them or not. So like those are the main ones. But I did spend one. I think it was maybe November, and so it was in in the the coastal area of Mexico, like down by the Yucatan and stuff. And that was the first time I ever saw. The big banana leaf tamal and wrapped oh, yeah. and everything. And I was like, oh my God. I thought it was really good though. So different. So different, but so good. I thought they were good too. So that's um our different. What about drinks? We do a lot of rompope with alcohol. And that I know mm-hmm. there's the coquito, right? Is it called a coquito? Yeah, we like I know it's not like traditionally Dominican, but we always have it too. Like and obviously we have like friends that are from all different places, but I feel like coquito always makes an appearance. Um, Dominicans have this thing that we call ponche, and it's like it has eggs. So the big thing, like Puerto Ricans will yell at you, like eggnog and coquito are not the same thing. Oh no, no, they don't taste coquito the same either. Doesn't have egg. It's not eggnog. It's not Puerto Rican eggnog. It's not the same thing at all. Right? No, it's um, not. But rompope does. Rompope, I think, does have egg. I think maybe um, our ponche might be like that because ours has egg like mixed into it and then but my mom makes it with coffee sometimes too and like oh, that's so good it's really good yum we do rompope which is egg based and then we do champurrado which everybody oh, yeah. likes like champurrado uh, what about colombia um i don't really remember a type of like drink like that i remember obviously coquito but honestly and Colombians drink and party is always aguardiente. No sh- <laughs> aguardiente. <laughs> aguardiente cristal. You know, like that, yep. that stuff, you take a drink of that and, and I, at least I was done for the night. Like, 
It's like, I yeah. wonder if it's like Everclear. It feels like Everclear. Yes. You know? That's how I feel. But these about... guys can drink it like nobody's business. Yeah, that's how I feel about Be- uh, Peru and uh, Pisco Sour. Like, oh my God, Pisco wow. is so good though. It is, but it knocks me on my ass. And yes. I can drink tequila like all night. Like I'm a tequila sipper. I I, I can take some tequila, but I had one, <laughs> one and a half, one Pisco Sour. And I was like cross-eyed drunk. Like, I was like, what is in this? And my friend was cracking up. And I was like, I, I'm like hot already. Like I'm sweating. Like I can't walk. Like what happened? Never again. <laughs> which I wanted to ask you, which is a little off topic. Have you heard of the new tequila, Flecha Azul? Have you heard about that? No, Flecha Azul. It's, it's, it, yeah, Flecha Azul. It, you, you sh- I, I know I how you mean. like cultural things. It is it, the, the co-founders. Both guys are Mexican guys. One That's is a, a professional, like pro- professional golf player from Mexico, and then the other guy is a is a Mexican guy, and they, you know, went to a distillery in Tequila, Mexico, and are like it's a it's a Mexican tequila, and I because I thought about you because every time I see a new tequila, I'm like, no, I appreciate Mexican. that. That's going on my I know list. <laughs> yes, you look at it, and then now Mark Wahlberg is an investor, but he like <laughs> but he these guys. <laughs> I'm okay with as long as existing. Yeah, as long as yeah, but these guys put it yeah. together. I was like, hold up, like he did, you know, he because they needed, you know, they needed investors to you know make you know yeah. to pay you know help pay for stuff. But no, it's a professional golf player from Mexico, and then this other guy. They went to college together, but they're both Mexican guys, and they went to, you know, Tequila Mexico. It's a family distillery down there. So I was like, oh, I, I gotta tell, I gotta tell that. the girls. Yeah, yes. I'm looking at their because I know you're big Instagram. on that. I am, I am, and anyone that follows the page, y'all already know. Here's my <laughs> thing: it's about I'm okay with the investors. That's why with the Kathy Hilton thing, I'm like, she's an invest investor. Yeah, don't get it twisted; it's owned. <laughs> and like one of the one of the women that like uh, Eva Longoria is co-founder, but the other two women, one of them, she is the god goddaughter mentee of the man that created Patron. Like, it oh. is a legacy in her family of tequileros. You know what I mean? So, like, nice. yeah. all of that get, you know, swept under. But then I was also reading, like, with Casa del Sol, um, the Mexican female, Eva Longoria tequila, that Kathy Hilton invested on, that we heard about on, uh, what is it? Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. But um, they're also sustainable. And so, like, they're also... Oh, recre- nice. Yeah, they're recreating this whole thing yeah. where they're, like, using cactus leather and they're planting an agave for every time an agave is used, which other distilleries don't do. And there's the whole gentrification of the agave fields are drying out. And so, like, they just... And they only use natural rainwater and they employ majority of women with um, health benefits and they let them work from home and like it's just I love it so yeah I'm really big on Mexican owned but um I don't mind the investors because yeah we need money we know how this world goes around but I need the ownership to remain yes the ownership yeah check them out yes I like the name though that's catching me I am I'm gonna look them up because I'm looking at their Instagram page and I like it already um so I need to I need to go into it but yeah, that's how I felt actually circling back over here to Potomac. Um, that's what I was mentioning about uh, La Colada Shop because like in DC, it is very different. It's just like, we're all so small in Latino groups. I feel like we all just kind of blend together and that's fine. Yeah. I didn't know the Colada Shop was owned by a Dominicana. Yes, I said, I, before you posted, I, I sent it in your story. I was like, the owner is Dominican. Then I saw that you, you figured it. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i looked up but then she owns like a couple of places um yeah. i think that's super dope i i was thinking about it and i was like you know what i would because i hate this new southern hospitality show um did you guys like it i haven't I watched it because i never got into like um whatever southern, southern charm yeah. yeah yeah i was i was annoyed and i'm like wait a minute we have a whole dominicana over here that also has four restaurants like yeah that would be way better to do dc and like dc latino world is so fascinating um and you'd have all kinds of backgrounds so like i'm gonna pitch them an, an idea and of course who knows if anyone ever listens to it or not but <laughs> <laughs> but that would be good i think that'd be great you guys heard it here i feel first. like it's funny because dc <laughs> stuff you know like housewives of dc with all the like commotion that happened oh with yeah the dinner uh-huh. like i feel like nothing will ever come to dc like that like straight up dc because people are too work concerned about appearance and liability and like that's the nature of like everyone's mindset oh, here you're, you're right you're right so there no one will that. put themselves like out there like that like oh you're so right but i think it would be fascinating to watch her in this position um because that's what leva and southern hospitality is like vanderpump and vanderpump rules so it's like the owner but really like what goes on in the businesses and she has a couple she has four like four colada shops is one but then she also has four other businesses and they're all in food and beverage it's like this whole like latino explosion but she's the one that owned them all so like i'm so fascinated with her story do you guys know yeah because i know no no No, i don't know i mean i have only heard good things about them like in general like when we moved here um maybe like a few years later someone was telling me like I had to go there and that like obviously that she was impressive and like put all this work into it um, I know I'm and, like, like the so ties to Miami and stuff like yeah. that yeah like and then I think it would open up the door you're right it is all about image and all that but I do feel like there is a space like where they did Amsala girls one year in Bravo which I loved and it was all about like girls that worked in a, I think it, I think she's a designer a fashion gallery I could be wrong but it was some show that I loved. And so maybe if it was like niche market, like I think, oh my God, it'd be so much fun to people actually see the hustle, the networking hours. Okay. If people just thought we could just film networking hours alone, although you'd have to like bleep out all the conversations. That might <laughs> yeah. <work. laughs> but like, that was something I was not prepared for um, because like as a Southerner, we only drink really on Thursday and the weekend, maybe. When I moved to DC, I did not know it is networking every single day. People were taking me to these things. I was not prepared. I've never drank that much in my life. Happy hours are like the yes, thing. Yeah, they were so popular. Huge thing, yeah. well. Huge. Yeah. I was not ready. I was like wasted like that whole first week and then still trying mm. to like go to work. And these are people that like work on the hill. And I'm like, how are you doing things? I could not function. So then I had to learn to fake drink. And I would just hold like a <laughs> yes. glass of wine <laughs> all night long. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> do you guys for real drink? Or did you at these? Uh, uh, no, I mean, there were certain times where no. <laughs> yeah. Where like you learn to, um, my friends and I always joked because I had this trick I would do like where I wouldn't take the shot. Right. Um, and like I had a like little maneuvers <laughs> to make it did look. Did you throw it out? Um, I had different things I did depending on the scenario, <laughs> but um, <laughs> each time the shot glass was empty and my face looked like I had taken it and it was all good. The boss, right? Like happy, like, like the people around you don't know. 
Like yeah, good. The, the only shot workaround I got was like I would have like a sprite next to me and I'd spit it in there. That's <laughs> yeah, it. that's also yeah. a good one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to learn though. I was a rookie. I didn't know. Um, you can't you can't take all the drinks. I mean, unless you can drink like that. But no, not, not for no, me. I could not. It was devastating. <laughs> My poor little what is it? Liver. <laughs> Uh, good times. But going into Potomac, there's so much to discuss. Oh my God, ladies. Oh my God. Okay. So let's start. I have it. I have it broken down because we need to really like dissect this fight. There's just so I rewatched it right now. And I was just like, oh my God, I kept turning like there was so much going on. Okay. But (laughs) the first thing first, (laughs) what do you guys feel? I took a poll about this. It was like 98% team Chris. Um, what do you feel about this, Chris and Ashley, how this, there's like layers to this also, but first, was he wrong to say y'all should come to the W? So many, like, no. <laughs> okay, no. I know, Shar does. Okay, me and Sarah are like, clearly, no. Okay, Shar, go for it. Other, other side. I'm always so bad. I'm always like long-winded and I need nuance. <laughs> no, no, tell us, tell us. Um, okay, so my thing, first of all, is how close I know the show portrays one thing so from being a viewer and not knowing how they actually are because I know sometimes people are set up to be like frenemies or enemies but they might actually be cool when the cameras aren't rolling you know and like when the off season is happening yeah. it's possible all these people hang out you know and we just don't see it um but from just the fact that Candace and Ashley aren't really friends until now and if they try to rekindle their relationship and I think there's some sort of love there that never like works out mm-hmm. for too long but like they are not in a cool 100% cool place so it's one weird that a husband would message someone that like is my friend of me like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like number one two I do get the fact that he is the manager of a place but I think I messaged you in the stories about this yeah. part so the way and obviously we know things get spun around, especially Ashley telling a story, you know, like on camera to make things look a certain way or like, you know, just for show. But if the message was at three o'clock in the morning, they've already gone out. Like they're not coming to your place at three o'clock in the morning. Why message someone at 3 a.m. Like you should have come here. Why are you like, you know, like to me, that's a little like, eh, that like there's no point like you could talk about that later if you want them to come you could have if it was like a story of them getting ready to go out and he was like hey why don't you come over here I'll hook you guys up like this is a place I manage it would be awesome like you guys will have fun but also great publicity and like they all get but that I know he Ashley, said you should have come to the yeah. W yeah so like, what's the have. point of that message so, so, like what's the well, point because, of messaging like, me that at 3 a.m but it's a story she he replied to their story because they were at the park and he, so it, what I feel like it wasn't a DM. Okay, that's right. one thing. It was a reply to it. That, that is story. fair. That is fair. Yeah. That's different. Just, to me, it's different than a DM. He said, Oh, you should have come to the W. Of course, he wants, they're, they're frenemies. But of course, he would have preferred for her to come to the W because of the, the time. Yeah. He's, he's a general manager. She's a housewife. That's like a quote unquote, a celebrity in the area that would have made it look better and more popular for his spot that he's the general manager of. Now, he's no longer the general manager there. <laughs> Oh, he's not. he's not. No, he's not. Oh, but at the time he was. My so feeling is just that, that it's three a.m. Why are you messaging me at three a.m.? Like I'm, like I would be drunk at that point. You know, I'm going out with my friends. Like if this is a business thing, then message me on business hours. Like don't. I, I just feel like it, it's not that he like se pasó or like did something necessarily inappropriate, but I do get 
like why she might feel weird, like that he messaged, you know, or replied to this while they're all having fun. And like, she might've been in a drunken state making things even a little more suspicious. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I, what I think she should have done is what Candace said. Why didn't you just address this? And we know why, obviously. Why wouldn't you just address <laughs> this off camera and just, it's not really that big of a deal, I think, side. to make yeah. it, yeah, to make it a whole storyline when then everyone else jumps in on it. And I don't like that. Like everyone else was, it's Mia, please. Like Mia, Mia, um, Mia. I can't. Yeah, she lost The me. footage was, the foot. oh. <laughs> yeah chris still not looking at mia i yeah. really love these editors <laughs> the editor the producers are so good on the show like and you they... know it's funny because i'm usually really territorial i would have been like fuck that don't be messaging my man but i agree but um i wanted char to represent the three percent that <laughs> i don't i don't think i'll say this i don't think it was like nefarious i don't think he was trying to be like what's up girl like come on over you know like it wasn't yeah. like that but, but you're I saying also, you wouldn't appreciate it as a way if i were drunk yeah. and i was like partying with my girlfriends and some guy's husband or some person's husband messaged me um i i might i could see how i might have weird feelings about it and then in my like real world not in my t- like reality tv show world i would just message the girl and be like this was, i felt strange i just needed to get this off my chest and that would be the end of it the end but the reality is too like if he's gonna be messy and flirty and this and that do you really think he's gonna deal with someone that right no 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 yeah and that was my whole thing because like it was a rip i i'm i'm with um sat on this like there's a difference between dms and robin exactly what robin said semantics right and replying to a message because y'all already know I am on this fucking app two, three, five in the morning. Like that's when I'm replying to people. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm always getting, on. I'm getting up for work at like 5 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, what is she doing? I know she's an hour behind. No, I'm what? two hours. I'm two hours behind. Oh, you're yeah. two hours. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I'm so just 5 a.m. is I'm, like 3 a.m. for me. And I'm just and, like, what and I know you're posting doing? stories. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what, what is she doing? Like, are you yeah. she not sleep? I don't yeah sometimes especially like during um you know uh, what's this called like the holiday like the darker season oh I struggle oh yeah I'm a night owl so I get that yeah I'm a night Mm. owl and I struggle to sleep so yeah I I, double Chris yeah I'm up at two three and I'm replying to people can I say though too like I I can see both sides of it I don't think he was doing anything bad but the, you can understand, yeah. The reason I understand though is because it, this is like the final like part to my point is that Ashley has been cheated on and has seen her man do like sneaky things. Right. So you have to understand that she would be coming from that point of view of like Yeah, she didn't know he she's, was the manager, right? When Robin tells her she's like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she didn't she didn't know that, or at least right. she came off as if she didn't know that. So like right. my the last point, I don't think Chris was trying to do something. Like I do I can stand by that, but I do right. believe that Ashley felt weird. And I think that's right. valid, like because of her point of view with her husband, who is a creepy cheater and et cetera, and I et cetera. Get that. And my whole thing when she said that, because I do agree with you, I could understand that. But then I was like, bitch, like, why are you out here believing Michael when he's saying he was just, I don't um, think playing? she believes. I don't think she believes. She's <laughs> always like, oh, well, Michael said, and I'm like, I need you to have this kind of suspicion for Michael being naked in someone's room and you swear they didn't sleep together. I legitimately feel like she hung on because he's the father of her kids and because he clearly after this all this stuff has been airing he clearly controls the finances and she doesn't know anything that's happening so can I just say as a divorced woman when she went to go meet 
with the lawyer Ashley and I was switching topics here I was like screaming at the tv when she's going through this I'm like oh god please please don't be stupid don't be stupid uh-huh. like, girl I was gonna ask everybody. you about that actually that was oh my, my next god. question what do you guys think about money. her buying this house okay well no. I think I messaged no. you right like how I was saying that all her stories were still coming from the place that I know she lives in, which is like close by to us yeah. but now I mean it could just be that I happen to notice now but like I've seen her posting from what looks like a house so I don't know if it was like she's, oh, she's waiting for like the okay. season to like progress yeah. or something yeah. but she has definitely moved like now oh, she's no more cameos posting. at the park <laughs> I know I was like waiting to run into her and then I'm trying to figure out I'm like looking at her stories I'm like where do you live now like what area <laughs> is it her kids yeah. still go to the same gymnastic place like my daughter goes to so like I would I'm very curious oh my god it has to be, wait, has to be wait nearby make the leap onto friend of I can't <laughs> wait you better give us an exclusive yes we're best friends now <laughs> yeah yes. we need an exclusive when you become friend of <laughs> Ashley Darby yes. oh my um, god I just I just wanted her to be smart because it's like you know women and I and I have had this with other friends that you you are de- idealistic you're like oh no he would never do that no he's not gonna do that. girl when people go through divorces, people change. They're not that same mm-hmm. person you marry. That's why you're mm-hmm. getting a divorce. I've Especially somebody like him, you know, who ha- controls all the money, has all the money. Of course, he wants to put in an LLC because, you know, there's different ways to control. To, he, no, no, no. And also, I, like, like they caught her in the lie. Or, like, you could tell she's uncertain of what she's saying because when yeah. they press her for further information, she's like, oh, I'm not really sure. And then she said... um, we're, we're buying the house like already under and put an LLC. offer in under yeah and the, yeah. the producers obviously took care of like finding you know like the evidence from when she I said know. that I was and like, then oh, Ashley she's like but he just told me the LLC doesn't exist yet he's trying to get it together <sighs> no and like, my no. only thing is like see why does everyone have such a hard time um saying that Erica Jane didn't know I'm like we're watching it happen right now Ashley's just yeah, like, no. I don't know how much money. I just spend money. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> the difference, the difference, the difference is is because Erica is unlikable. Just right. like Wendy is unlikable. Right. They don't come across likable and I want to like time. her. I want to like I know. her, but, but I can't, they're not like, likable like... people. Like, like, and I know I'm jumping 100%. around. I want when I keep watching Wendy. I don't like her because right. she's unlikable. She sticks her nose up. She talks down to people. So it makes me as a viewer empathize with her, even though maybe I may not be a huge Mia fan, but Wendy is so unlikable and condescending and arrogant that it, she, it, she comes across unlikable. I agree. Cause we are also watching that happen with coach Shaw. I was practically right. crying Oof. watching him talk to Jen Shaw. <laughs> And he's in the same position that Erica. But Jane he's is. more likable than. Oh, Erica totally, Jane. totally. I'm not demanding anything of Coach Shaw. <laughs> right, there's a difference. It's so it's funny, funny how Erica, Erica, yeah, Wendy—they all come across unlikable. Yeah, you're. I will 100%. say, Wendy's. I'm not. I'm not going to put Wendy on the same level as Erica. Sorry, like, no, I can't. She's not a criminal. <laughs> no, no, but I'm no, saying, no, like, no. Personality you, she, wise, she means about unlikability. Like, personality, that if you just like, don't Erica's, like her. You just don't like, like her. Yeah, Erica's like cold. Yeah. Like, ugh. But I feel like Wendy. I want to like. There's something there, and when she has her little aside, sometimes like the moment with Candace recently was like fun. Like I feel like she wants to be fun and wants yeah. to be kind, but like 
oh, when she gets into her, like, let me dig at you moments. Yeah. Like, she just goes, oh, yes. But I I do like her. I do. I agree with you guys. And I was going to ask you that about the likability factor when we get into the fight. That's one of my questions for y'all. But going back to the Chris thing, um, this Giselle thing and the Mia thing, stretch and stretch. (laughs) So many things. I mean. Not today, next. Not today. (laughs) You don't have it. I'm, I have I to say, that. I'm on team Candace. <laughs> Me too. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm fully here. Candace fan. <laughs> She's like, always been okay. funny, but now the humanity part, like, is yes. there for me, like. Isn't yeah. that crazy how funny things change in a year? Because we were so anti-Candace Big before, time. and now I'm loving her. And now we're like, ratty, I think, you know, and, like, un- unwilling to accept, like, responsibility. But I think her having her name out there, and she wants, she is serious. Like, her music is so good. Like, she's yeah, a serious music artist. Great. And, like, I think she's grown up. Like, that's just, like, yeah. she's evolved, you know, which is, like, what more can you ask? Like, we're all humans. and like, Yeah, someone DM'd some me, and they're like, like, can I ask why you didn't like her? I've always been a fan. And I said the same thing. I said, she didn't take accountability, and she still acted like it was everybody else's fault but hers. And that, to me, is cowardly, and I can't stand that. Um, which is kind of one of the things I appreciate a lot about Erica Jane and why I can't stand Sutton. I just, I don't like crybabies that way. Like, if you're going to dish it out, fucking take it. Sutton. You know, like, oh, she uh. drives me up a wall. I just can't with her. But it's that whole thing. Like, at least other people, like, if you stand by it, stand by it. But I feel like she did a lot of like, oh, not my fault. I haven't, I've never done things. And that's what I couldn't stand. But I feel like this year, she has grown up a lot and I love the way she handled Giselle because Giselle talk about not growing up Giselle's like 20 years older and like messy as fuck and um I just I love her glow up this season I she's always been funny like you said but I, I do feel like a lot of humanity watching her her um you know, just kind of like manages and then attacking her husband, like, oh my God. And for her to still be able to maintain, like my heart's going out to her. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm becoming a Candace fan. Like, <laughs> but here I yeah, am. And the ba- the baby stuff too. Yeah. Going through her, her fertility and like him not being there. Um, whereas to a couple seasons ago, I thought it was real shitty of her to be telling Ashley that she can't possibly mm. be serious about being a mom because she drank a beer. Like, that's the difference, mm. you know? Mm. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, Once you go through stuff, though, you'll, she'll, I don't know if she'll, like, come apologizing. Like, I'm so sorry, but her perspective definitely will have changed. Like, once you're in the throes of it and what it does to your body and, like, your mental state, you know, like, she'll have much more appreciation for um, how rude it was, the things that she said to Ashley. Like, I'm sure. Right. And they have some weird sisterly relationships they do they do and and i forgot until she mentioned it again yeah ashley was one that brought her in like yeah that was she was you know ashley's what whatever but um this giselle thing what do you guys think about this this i can't believe she's coming for chris like that like she needs a storyline you know we don't ever hear about her life we don't hear about her life we don't know we don't see any of her other friends we don't see her family really on there we saw her dad maybe we see her daughter's drag her every once in a while. I but we don't like her, more but like her and her. Candace had a real friendship. I can't believe she's doing this. She didn't care. She's That's I so mean, sad. the only person she hasn't really fully like done that done anything to is Robin. Robin. 
Not yet. I mean, it's because they know yet. each other's secrets. Yeah. She can't throw her under the bus because they know everything each other has done. They buried and, the like, body together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this Ashley being vindictive? That was another question I was I was having in my head when I was watching it. Oh, sorry. Fast forward to the winery because it's on theme yeah. of this. Do you guys think she was being vindictive? Because up until that moment she said it, I was with Candace where I'm going to give her one token of benefit of the doubt. But then when she said, oh, it hurts, doesn't it? I was like, oh, you little bitch. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Was, oh, like, just, just quit while you're ahead. Like, Messy on, Ashley. Like, yes. Always have to like, meter la pata, like, siempre, like <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. I think she was being vindictive. I think there was absolutely yeah. nothing to it. Are we in agreement with this Ashley moment? Yeah, again, it, I think it's that sisterly, like, you can't help but just do that little dig. You know, oh, you have to, like, do the one thing. Ashley. Yes. And she's and always been like Giselle that. turned it into a whole butt grab slide. Fucking Giselle. No one said butt. No one. I love the replays. Thank God for the editors. Um, so that was the whole Chris thing. We, we all seem to be on point with that. Mia, Mia health situation. My whole thing is I actually went through this with a friend. It does take time. Um, I just don't like them questioning this, but what, but like, it does feel like, obviously she has a lot of just skeletons in her closet in general. Um, mm-hmm. fast forward to Miami. Did you guys know I, did we cover this? I don't remember. Wasn't she like proudly gloating that she was uh, the Sancha, the side piece? Did she yeah, say she it? said it in the early right? episodes. Oh, she did? Oh, yeah. we knew this already? Because I was like, yeah, I, 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 did, I can't remember that. I she didn't either. When she was, and he was still married. And they oh. had sex on the beach. Why did I forget that part? I forgot like, that. I she said it in the, too. She, she said it at the picnic outside in their house when they were eating. She's like, oh, we don't <laughs> eat without a centerpiece remember oh, last season goodness. no this season no that's what i'm saying when, she I, we yeah. never knew until she but before said that i think i don't remember mentioned. her saying that i never like knew before i never it. knew until this season like just then that that had been the case <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't know that she was like seeing him all while <laughs> and then telling us on national tv <laughs> no shame oh, I didn't yeah. yeah it's just okay so we'll get into that but into the Mia health situation I, I say that as to say I get that she's got sketchy details but when it comes to the health thing I don't know I just I don't yeah like I didn't like that at it. all yeah I don't like them questioning it um mommies yeah. what do you guys feel about this Robin excluding the kids <laughs> that was like what did I'm you think at the Candace thing in my head is what I'm laughing at yeah she's like into the hell underneath that hell yeah <laughs> she's gonna tell me to go to hell and then Robin to go to the hell underneath that I'm cracking um, up I would head. never ask someone to bring someone else's children like I, I wouldn't want someone taking my kid for me to an event like that's just right. weird right like you knew, Robin knew she and she said it. she's like call me a bad person or whatever right she didn't oh, care yeah. she really yeah. didn't care she didn't care no, she, she knew was like she was... Wendy and that's the end of it yeah, yeah. exactly and what do you guys think? Would you ever go Would no, would you let your kid go to like a function where you weren't invited? Like if it, I don't no. know, you know, school events, stuff like that, which is not no. a school event. If yeah, someone I mean, if didn't I'm not invite, invited, then my yes. kids are invited. <laughs> you're like, my whole lineage is not invited. <laughs> well, also, because if you're that petty, like, I don't want to, I don't know what you're saying about me when I'm not there in front of my child. Like, what are you doing like while yeah. I'm not there yeah like, I'm not I don't mommy, trust you but that's like insane I would never yeah. <laughs> I was like Robin 
But then, like, I don't know. I had so many questions for you guys as we get into the drive to Miami. Uh, before we get into Miami, Wendy and Peter going into business. Is this a storyline? What is going on with Wendy and her candles? Professor Wendy, what do we think? Peter's thirsty. He just wants to mm, be back. Always. Always. Oh, Peter. Being a vieja. Yes. Yeah. Always in women's business. <laughs> always gossiping. As like... Nini said it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do we think <laughs> this is a real thing or was this a storyline for Wendy? I don't know. I feel like Wendy's always like excited to do things like case in point with the candles but I don't always think she knows what she's doing mm-hmm. and so I think it took a second I feel like for a moment she like tenia estrella en los ojos, you know like she yeah. was like oh yes like this could be super cool like I don't think she just um like made it up and then was gonna ghost Peter you know like I, I right. think it, probably the reality of it sudden and like the amount of money and her I husband mean, also was like yes and for the percentage you're getting back and then the time you have to invest when she's already like struggling to manage her time and her family and her marriage and all this stuff she does a lot like she's pretty accomplished and is still um also this complete side note but I had to laugh at the ending of that one episode that was like John Hopkins University has nothing to do with this franchise. You got in trouble. I was like, not the university. You got in trouble. You got to you got a note to the principal's office and had a talking to with someone. Well, and you um, know that's a good point you bring up. Um because on Salt Lake City, we see the husband get fired. Oof, yes. Do we think That's real life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do we think that she's in danger of that? Like the, the one, the housewives that have like for real careers, like Wendy does, like um, for them her to TV disclaimer, I was like, oh, I hope she didn't get in trouble, you know? Because like, oh, not for the I think housewives. Because of her behavior. Because right. Because of like. Uh, yeah, right. that episode was like not a good look for anybody I mean like when Mia or her oh god yeah okay so we'll we'll get into that part but it's because I had just caught up on Salt Lake City and I thought of her with that disclaimer because like I'm curious to know she's still there yeah I need to go with that message made me feel like oop, but I don't know like how I would find I'm not like digging that hard into it to know if she got like fired or anything like that I'll follow up on the story people said like uh, when after that episode the people said that they looked her up and she was still in the online director oh good but she's she's only an assistant professor so she's oh oh yeah she probably got some sort of like talking there's like please don't bring our name Jesus, you know, I know. she said it she's like I'm a professor here at this exact institution I know <laughs> I was like oh my god when I saw the disclaimer I was like oh no no <laughs> like, no. Vergüenza, que vergüenza. like my mom would yes. be like oh, no. <laughs> oh my god um and then our girl I'm living for fucking Karen I don't care I don't care <laughs> <Yes>. always always <laughs> On behalf of Surrey oh, County so uh, and the fandom, <laughs> everything. Her <laughs> pretending to feel ill when Sharice comes by. Her like deliveries for everything is cracking oh, me up. Oh, like, I was so here for it. I mean, you gotta hand it to Karen. She didn't just fake it. Like she went through with the coughing, a Z pack mention, <laughs> CVS. I'm oh. here for it. I'm here for it. I I love this um setup she's doing at the nail salon. I do feel that she's prepping. For whatever may come mm-hmm. out of the union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what that scene was about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm pissed. Did you guys see the mid-season trailer? I'm pissed. They're coming yeah. for our girl. They're coming Very for fun. our girl. I mean, it was inevitable. <laughs> oh, Sharice, why is Sharice there? 
I mean, I don't know, but I like boring. I like the stir up though because it it causes tension now for like Karen, which brings out like like stuff that's entertaining to us. But (laughs) on a person, I feel like. Sharice needs to be like a friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> like just yeah, like I'm so bored. I literally rolled my eyes when she told Peter I want to talk about this champagne. Yeah, it's like, like oh, what God. are you talking about? Like, just stop. I'm like, so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't. And um, it is funny to see like the things with her and Karen, but also like I'll laugh until I saw this mid-season trailer and I'm like, you've taken it too far. And <laughs> now you've upset the grand <laughs> I'm upset about it. Okay, so now we get into this Miami trip. Oh my god, I was not ready. Okay, first the house location. Um, tomorrow I'm recording with the actual Miami co-host, and they had all kinds of comments about the house. Yeah, yeah. But I never want to hear Mia complain about a sprinter or anything else, because like none of they're having to like share and and i get and you, you know, know these women like how yeah. are you having in, like with no bathroom no running bathroom. around like not no beach access <laughs> yeah she's always talking about money and this and that and like it is pricey in miami i get that but then you can't be always talking about you know being nouveau rich and throwing around your money and also and that she's that. the ceo she's like yeah. she's in charge of her finances, all the time you know and she has like the ability to do things but, I was like, Mia, really? Like, you can't complain about anything anymore. She's always, like, also talking shit about, what What does she tell? Budget? What does she tell Candace? Low budget? <laughs> okay, so there's a location. I think this is weird, the dynamic. Wait, the time. flushing toilets in Giselle in Robin's room. Oh. <laughs> the <fight>. <laughs> <laughs> they do Definitely. know way too much about each other. Um, oh. Bandits for life. Uh, the dynamics with Mia and her friend, I don't, it's weird. I don't like how she treats her. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Weird. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Weird dynamics. There's there's some, there's something off there. Yeah, I would never allow. She seems to have something, like, over her head, but somehow they're friends, like. mm -hmm. (laughs) And she's straight up like, we would never be friends had we not grown up together. (laughs) Well, she was honest. Didn't she say. Did I misunderstand this? Or Mia was like, if I'm eating well, then she's eating well. Like if I like you're drive, if I'm driving a Porsche, then she's driving a Porsche. Does, yeah. Does that make it seem like she pays for her friend's finances? Yeah. Like, well, or like, like gifts her things? Her. Like, yeah. Like I took it like she. I brought her with me on the come up. Like I'm sharing my yeah. wealth. So maybe that's the only reason she like hangs around. <laughs> maybe, but I don't. I don't know. It, some of that was a little weird. Um. And does a frog have a watertight asshole, ladies? <laughs> what the heck is funny? funny? I don't understand. I thought it was that. funny. <laughs> but the thing is that it just flew right out of her mouth. And then everybody was like, She's what? so dead faced, like serious. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, Does a frog have a watertight? <laughs> like like weirdness and quirkiness, but uh, I can't fully oh, like her because of her like wishy washy. Like she's she's not forthcoming there's something that she's not yeah. telling the truth about and i can't get like fully into her like and we like person. loved her so much last season this year i'm like oh oh mia um yeah let's see okay so then my next note was here we are peter involved in women's business again mm-hmm. um so now let's break down this fight <laughs> first of all i love that karen is like <laughs> happy birthday to me <laughs> she starts singing <laughs> 
uh, and Giselle eating. That's the best. She's like, okay, oh yeah, I'm she's like, gonna I ordered dessert. <laughs> okay, but um, first of all, I do hate that. Don't act like this is about my birthday when really you were just doing this trip, and I, it just happens to be my mm-hmm. birthday. So I would pull a Karen. I'd be like, Happy birthday to me! I'm taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, now Wendy goes and this is kind of how it, it starts a little bit wendy goes to cheese meow to sharice what what karen told her i didn't understand that either like why are you telling her that but okay so we start there i think before we get into the actual fight i forgot that wendy was coming at mia so much last season and i remember really being like damn she's like always coming for her so when I rewatched the episode, I think, and you, and we see it in the first episode, because this season I thought, damn, Mia's really coming for Wendy and her confessionals all the time. And now I'm thinking, okay, I think Mia was already triggered going into this season. I think she rewatched last season. I think people were in her ear saying, you're a chump. You let her do this. You let her say all these things. You didn't come back at her. Mm-hmm. So I think now rewatching it, she's coming in like, I'm going to stand up, you know, I'm going to, and she picks this moment with Peter <laughs> and I'm very, I, I was very confused. So Peter <laughs> is now saying, first of all, Peter's being a vieja, like Nini said, in the women's business, his issue is that, mind you, he had just said he was in Baltimore more than he is here. And then he says, she came to my city, my bar and didn't reach out to me. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but okay. Like you knew these women were coming (laughs) to stay. You knew. Like you knew the filming was going to happen there. All the crew. Did you think everyone was going to be there but Wendy? Of course. They needed permission to film. Yes. (laughs) Um, So now we get into the fight. I was confused. I rewatched it today. So I think because of what you guys, no, was it Sada? Sada made a very good point earlier. I think because Wendy always fights from a place of like I'm better than everybody like when she like when she did that mm-hmm. to can can no to Ashley right she right. said I'm a professor you will call me that I have four degrees like she always defaults to that and I think this moment Mia I think feels very inadequate and insecure around maybe some of the the successful you know talk that goes on and so I think she thought this was her moment to talk about business because she's a CEO. And it sounded like she was trying to school Wendy and say like, well, of course, if you're in business with someone, you're going to notify them and answer emails. She was really trying to like act like I know business and you do not. And then Wendy defaults to I'm a professor at John Hopkins and we start there. But then... Wendy and I and I rewatched it three times to see where it happened. Then she says, I don't have to talk to other men. Maybe that's how you and your husband roll. And then mm-hmm. that seemed to be a trigger. So, like I get if I had to say where the where it, it took a left was because she said she's implying that they're into some kinky shit, which I did think right. was weird where that came from. Like <laughs> we're talking about business, but she defaulted to that. And then, of course, the water gets thrown. And then now I'm like, oh, fucking Mia. Like, you really shouldn't have done that. And I would have beat her ass for throwing water at me. 
I'm amazed Wendy fucking stayed sitting. Okay, what do you guys think in this breakdown? No, but she also said like that that maybe you're like I don't I she said something about no, but which she Wendy or uh, Wendy or... Wendy okay. said uh-huh. something about uh, I don't I don't do stuff with other men maybe yeah. you and your husband do and like yeah. she made the insinuation that Gordon has sex with other men like oh that's okay yeah somewhere in the fight and I think that that's that yeah. also really triggered me uh, like definitely it was on that level I it felt that it it went more as a direct hit about them being a couple and what yes. they do more, right? it was more about their sexual their sexual relationship yeah. because you know mm-hmm. mia was a stripper and they had this and they're very sexual couple so that's where wendy went for her hit that yeah. way yeah Definitely. rather than the business aspect and that triggered mia and then just wendy like rob's like oh you're antagonizing your antagonizing because wendy wouldn't shut up right so she kept poking the bear Right. And, and I don't agree with violence, but when you keep poking a bear, you can't expect not to get a reaction. Right. And we say this, though. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, I was going to say that I don't agree with either of them. Uh, yeah. I could see on both sides, like knowing Mia and her background, how she can be triggered. And she said it later that she has like trauma response to like wanting to fight. She's ready to fight because that's the only way she ever knew how to defend herself anyways. And then, but I also see this whole scenario was a setup. Like this was a setup to make Wendy feel bad. This was like Mia's little thing. They all knew from the get that they were going to Peter's restaurant, but yeah. Wendy didn't seem to know that. She didn't know that that's where they were going. And obviously, Wendy's having, like, cold feet about the business situation. So imagine you're this person who's like, oh, I know I should have, like, returned someone's call. Or, like, I'm kind of avoiding this person. Or I'm not sure what I'm doing. And that person might be annoyed with me. And then, boom, you're about to see them. And, like, you have no, like, you had no warning. Yeah. You are, Wendy was definitely on edge. So, like, both of them together are, like, responding to something that was, like, so dumb. This fight didn't need to happen at all. Like, it was so dumb. Like, the things they were saying to each other are so dumb. Like, none of it mattered, and none of it was relevant, like, to anything. <laughs> like, but it escalated, obviously, because they were both just attacking, like, the, all the low blows. Every low blow you can throw out yeah. the suit. Each of them are, like, yeah. have to have the last word. That, those are the two, yes. two worst people you have, like, in a fight together, because they're never going to stop. No one's ever going to, like, yield or, like, back down, because both of them have that personality, where they have to be the last one like to get the point in you know a hundred it was just a mess it was just a mess like I don't agree with either of them but I see where both of them were coming like if I break it down like I'm their psychiatrist right I can see like <laughs> where Mia was coming from and if I, I can break oh I can see how you're like your childhood affected you and then I'm like okay I'm Wendy I can see like <laughs> where like being raised by a mom who's like you know talks to you in that way like yeah I can see like like I can see both of their perspectives how they both felt backed into a corner and like needed to like lash out and some of those feelings I think were misplaced feelings like they were just feeling like antsy you know to like fight and it just happened to be like in this scenario that Wendy was sort of set up on like I, don't, I can't remember who it was but like they're all getting ready and it shows them and like Wendy's excited and she's like putting her clothes on and they're like oh yeah we're going to bar one or whatever it's called um and she's like oh okay <laughs> like, yeah okay. And um, all of the other women were like chatting about it, like not with Wendy, and they're all like, like, yeah, and there's beef, it's gonna and go down. Gonna, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So like, they all sort of knew they were walking into like a 
pretty like high pressure, like pressure cooker situation with these two, like Mia's like jabby, jab, jab. And Mia's like that smug kind of like, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) Wendy's like the, Wendy's like the, has to defend everything she does because she has to be the best. Like she has that, like she comes from that family where she can't, like she has to do everything and she has to be the best at everything because that's what was expected of her. So both of those people fighting is just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Both of you just stop. Like, yeah, I completely agree with um, all your assessment because I thought, how funny, they're both alike in that way, what you're saying about defending. There, I, I think people have constantly probably put Mia down and uh, as Wendy stomped all over her last season and, mm-hmm. and so Mia came this season, like, I'm going to defend myself. And I think people have always put Wendy down also and, like, she's always having to, like, defend her position and her place. That's like her upraising too. She yeah. says, yeah, like she has mm-hmm. to achieve perfection. Like nothing's All ever the time. good enough. Like, right. And then here's Mia telling you, like, you know, you're lacking or whatever. And so, like, it all came out. And um, I think we've been consistent because, like, I do feel that if you poke the bear, you're going to get dragged, which is why mm-hmm. I'm still team Monique. Candace was running her mouth. Right. And, like, that's what happens. So, like, this is what happens in this situation. We've been consistent. Um, I feel the same way. Like, uh, yeah, Wendy was definitely... She kept yeah, at I don't it, condone like, it, what Monique did it. or Mia throwing the drink, but like I, I see how like in the heat of the moment, yeah. if that's how you are, like not everyone can swallow their feelings. So if right. you're messing with someone who in that that's the way they react and you keep messing, you're gonna get what they can give you. <laughs> like, or what? Saying that's or yeah. what? Oh my god! <laughs> not saying it's right, but like at some point, you know when people's like eyes glaze over and they're yeah. just that mad. Like you know what's coming if you keep going you know yeah and I've shared this in the stories like I put myself in that position a lot like because my mom was a single working mom we were like in different places where you know we had different caretakers and one of them was really like someone that would like hit us kids that Mm -hmm. were you know in her care and that went on for a while for me so I have a bit of a what would you call it like a physical abuse type of background that comes from my childhood with different caretakers it is very triggering for me for you to get up in my face or mm-hmm. stick a finger in my face because I feel attacked and I feel an immediate need to defend myself so like that's why we like Monique and other housewives franchises we've seen this a lot and I always say so like and I even slow it down sometimes and I'm like that moment right there like if you would have stuck your finger in my face <laughs> That is enough for me to, um, to like pop off because I now feel attacked and it's all this childhood stuff, right? That, that like you, you work on to fix in this lifetime, but that's where it comes from, from me. Like I will never let anyone ever hurt me again in that way. So like, for me, it's very triggering. And if you ever come at me, trust I'm coming right back. So like with, with this one, I've been consistent the same way. Although I feel like um, Wendy was, I don't even think Wendy was as bad as Candace for her to get the water. And if you would have thrown water at me, I'm coming at you. I'm a curly haired girl. So I agree with her. Had my yeah, hair been she's straight. Like, Thank goodness. Like, yes. <laughs> I would have been pissed. Um, but I am I the same. I, like, oh, are you a curly haired girl? Oh, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, that, I was like, I know. She's like, I'm so happy. She's like laughing. I mean, I, I would have been pissed. Yeah, she was wearing wet and wavy. Go through all the trouble. 
I thought that was hilarious. Um, but can I say too though, like Robin's egging, like her yes. screaming at Wendy, and I get it. At first, I was like, when it first started playing out, I was like, this is funny because, you know, it, for them, Robin, it, Robin, Robin, well, because it right. takes a long time for them to get a playback. So sometimes yeah. they live the moment and they don't actually see the evidence until right. later. So I was like, I kind of, at first, I was like, I love this, but then I was like, Robin, you're not really helping. You're just like, you're doing a lot of talking and a lot of like. Like oh, she was loving it, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and like you're taking this like on, you're making it something bigger than it needs to be. Like if you were really either of their friends, like I guess right. she's not talking to Wendy in that way. Just remove your friends from the situation. Like if you know, like clearly Mia was like gone in her anger at the at, towards the end, and she's like flying at her and like through the purse and stuff. Yeah, like do something to stop it. Why are you like the same thing as people say when people post stuff to the internet? They're like, where are the people? Like who's recording this video of like a puppy drowning? Why aren't you helping, you know, the puppy instead of recording the video? Like it's the same thing. Like you're not really helping the situation. You're not diffusing. You're yelling at her to stop the situation. Yeah. But you're also like throwing fuel on the fire, like in a different 100%. way. Yeah, I, I think that once we took that that pivot, um, and yeah, like had Mia thrown water at me, I would have definitely punched her or punched her in the face. I would have picked a fight. Like, I, again, I'm not letting anyone ever disrespect me like that in life again, because now I'm an adult and I feel like I can protect myself. When I was a child, I couldn't. So, like, yeah. I always say that to tell people, because there's some people like Candace that love to get mouthy. And I'm like, you don't know the demons that some of us are walking around with, which is why I don't fuck with people either. Like, I think the problem is that everyone has their own, de- like, everyone has demons in their own way. Right. Like Candace has her demons from her mom, from but her it mom, looks, definitely. although her mom did slap her across the face of the purse, which I is, mean, like, another yeah. thing. Yeah. But like her mom seems to the way that Candace operates, her mom seems to have been verbal with her because Candace is cutting like with her yes. words. Yeah, she like does. she uh-huh. cut, she might not punch you, and she obviously you know lived through that whole thing with Monique. But like she might not physically harm you, but she will like eviscerate you with her words. Like and that is yeah. by design. Yeah, but definitely. Mia grew up in the same thing you're saying, like where it was physical for her. So like it's hard because people are fast to like put down either one, like on either side. But like, yeah, you're, they're both coming from like this same thing. And it's, it's all like childhood trauma and like how you were. Yeah, raised. it really, really is. It took me forever to even like realize it was a problem. And like, oh, it's so hard for me to like control my temper. But the, and then on that note, that's where I feel for Candace a lot. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like wrangle that up. Um, It's a lifetime journey. But to your point about Robin, yeah, I do think that there is a lot of truth to the conversation I've seen online. Um, it's real funny how they are like totally team Mia. And I think that goes back to Sada's point where, well, yeah, because they won't like Wendy. But if they were going to be consistent, then they should start carrying a security guard around Mia. They should start icing out Mia. They should have a whole fucking meeting and sit down about how Mia is a danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also, I want to see if they actually do that because that's what they did to Monique. The thing where Robin called Sharice and was like, "Did did you even have to put a hand on me?" And obviously Sharice had her back, like without even like really telling the truth. And she's like, "No, of course not." But then when the producers Briefly, played back the clip, yeah. Robin was like all in her fist, like face, and like Sharice actually held her back, like physically yeah. held her back, like so. Like there's a lot of like she actually had to stand up and push her back which I didn't like catch the first time because I was laughing at um how you know because uh sometimes like when Wendy throws like digs back I don't get it and I'm like I think I I don't I don't understand (laughs) you know so I was too busy (laughs) laughing at that but when they did the replay I was like oh my god no she actually straight up stood up to to sit you down 
um like you were coming at her see that to me is yeah, also so where's the same energy for that like yeah where's the same energy like you have to be accountable for yourself too robin if you're talking yeah about you're people. being antagonizing you were all up in her face and she was just sitting there and then at the dinner too at the winery right she was like i don't care i don't care i don't care or whatever robin was saying right i when just don't like the on. pile on when you're yeah. coming from like a super hypocritical place like yeah because she's been antagonizing to wendy at that winery dinner just two episodes ago or the last mm-hmm. episode um, but you want to sit here now and act like your shit don't stink. And so like, yeah, no, if they need to be fucking consistent then, right? And dish it all. I want to see. I, are we going to have a sit down with Mia with, with Giselle bringing a fucking security guard? Or was that just for Monique? Which is interesting. Because then the next day they have a whole fucking beach day and party plan. Um, I just yeah, think you, you're either going to be okay <laughs> with it because this is just how the group is, right? And people have volatile emotions and they're all coming from a different place and handle things differently and you accept that or you call everyone, like everyone is aggressive because yeah. you all, like I hate that they pinpoint one person. She's like, you're so aggressive. You're so this and that. But I'm like, really? All of you, like, I mean, Robin yourself, like you, Robin the clip showed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like all of you guys aggressive. get heated for different things. So either call all of you the same thing or don't pinpoint it and like pile on someone for no reason you know like I don't, agreed. it bothered me agreed and i'm not a big wendy fan but i do think that it is very clear that there are double standards i think that's very clear and and you know they i mean to the fact that last season they didn't they don't like monique that's why it was so easy to then pile on against monique right but they're not doing it this season with mia not that she's their favorite but they like her more than they like wendy you know, and so it's like, oh, they're they're now like it was just a perfect excuse now to ice out Wendy. Yeah, but, the little bandit crew has yeah. their agenda. Yeah, they have definitely because last season they didn't I they they sure as hell iced out the aggressor, which <clears throat> would be Mia this season. Um, and they're not doing that. So I'm like, oh well, that's funny. But you know, there was there was a lot of that breakdown. Um going into the next day now it's uh the grand dame's birthday and what did you guys feel about um mia being petty and saying you two need to find accommodation what do we feel about them going to see wendy like what do we feel about all that um i think it was the right thing to do number one um also like mia she was uh karen said you know like i don't know like what am i going to do for my birthday she's like your birthday was was the beach cabana thing that you just <laughs> I was like, oh, that was didn't it. go to. Like, yeah, like, that was it. Like, that's what we went all out for. We had private cabanas and this and that. I don't like, you, I mean, you definitely didn't say that when they were leaving. You, like, I could understand, again, because let's say Mia's operating on, a, like, a limited emotional availability and, like, maturity, right? So, like, she gets mad because, let's say, the birthday plan was to go to the cabanas and now they're going to see Wendy. But she didn't communicate, at least not that we saw that that was a celebration and maybe that's why she was so mad and got so mad that she told them they would have different accommodations like or are you just petty or did you just make that up because they happened to miss it so you could say it was so amazing but you weren't there you know like I yeah I think it was the a latter. lot of immaturity yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it was the latter I think she was trying to make it seem like oh well you missed it and she's petty and she's just annoyed that they're on their side but I agree with you I think like you have to like go check on the person that you attacked girl you attacked somebody like why are we acting like you didn't do that like you straight up like not only and in this case like candace was up in monique's face uh wendy wasn't you know she was still a distance away 
um you threw the water on her and then she was still a distance away and then you threw all kinds of shit at her like i would say you definitely came at her like uh yeah i don't i don't see i also think at the host you're hosting them yeah even if you again it's emotional maturity which she's clearly like working on or just lacking but like yeah you should check on the person because you're the one who invited them all (laughs) i know you set you set wendy up whether you say it that way or not you are bestie bestie with peter and like your family and this is his restaurant and you like made this meal there but you didn't let wendy know because peter told you that they had beef and you wanted to see that play out right so like and it blew up in your face Mm -hmm. you you did not see this coming out this way Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think about? Can I just say to all the restaurants in Miami, mm-hmm. that is not right? A place right? Go. right? That is not a place they would go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I was asking the the co-host from the Miami uh, Real Housewives of Miami because they live in Miami, and they're like, no, and it's like way out of the way. It's not even like in a main spot, so it's not somewhere you would just casually go to you know like this was obviously you know all pre-production but um you know as we wrap up this fight I know someone posted a clip that there's the rumor I think it's next week's clip that that um um um, 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 because like Peacock sometimes they don't they don't finish playing out the end of the Mm, yeah the episode yeah but that she was involved in the reason Peter and his ex broke up or something like that. So like, oh, yeah, they said that she talked shit about her and spread some like shady rumors and that for a while, like he didn't talk to her or something or like sh- they weren't friends anymore. Yeah. And so like, it was her fault, Mia's fault or something. Like yes. That. And that he didn't like her any, like that they, right. they said something like he didn't mess with her anymore. Like they, but somehow they're now buddy, buddy family. They've always been family. Like right. they eat Christmas dinner at each other's house. I find that very interesting. I do too. I was very confused by all of it, especially like where, um, also side note, the only one he told beautiful was Giselle. <laughs> I was trying to make a move. He was like, hey, beautiful. Everybody else was, hey, lady. Hey, how you doing, girl? Hey, what's up? I like rewatched that part. The only one he said, hey, beautiful, was to Giselle. And I was like, hmm. They said those rumors weren't true, right? About Yeah, that, no. I think Giselle said no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think just, yeah, Giselle definitely wouldn't like his type. Now, and then I've been like re- binging like stuff about her and Jamal. Like, I don't know. I'm all over the place with Potomac. I'm just I saying, think- like, this is whatever season, right, of Potomac. Like seven. how, okay, so seven. Well, actually Mia's only been, this is her only second season. Second, so yeah. I, I take that back. But so this is year two. Like, you know, when, if, if there's any type of crossover or like connection, they usually establish that like pretty quickly because that's an interest point for like viewers to like right. get to know someone. So like, why are we only hearing that they're family? They're so close that they're family. Right. Like, they do holidays. Like, how is this just showing up now on like episode, whatever, in the middle of the second season of Mia? Like, we've never yeah. heard of them being best friends. He's never made a little cameo. Like, they've never even been to, like, one of his restaurants, like, on the show with Mia. Like, yeah, and it then just for all seems like, very sketchy. It does, especially when she used that particular, like, <laughs> verbiage with Wendy. She said, don't do that, Wendy. That's family. And I'm like, relax. He's not your actual family. Where you're like, and what are you offended about her not replying? Like that was how the fight starts. She's like, 
she says don't do that wendy because wendy's blowing it off right and then she's like she's like that's family and i'm like relax i'm I'm looking forward to to this week and see what happens with karen whose side are you on with the fight with who with the fight with wendy and mia Uh i mean i just i just don't like wendy i i don't i don't i don't either she's not likable i I get it But the thing is, I don't like violence. I don't like, you know. Also, you just I don't, don't like you know, it. Period. You guys know how I feel about abusive relationships and fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't. I would feel so embarrassed, so hurt if somebody threw a drink at me. I would not like that. That's the whole thing. Like I would have just left. I would have just left. Yeah, I would have left. I would have yeah, thrown a chair at her at least, and then left. <laughs> and love your energy. I, but I just. Because I can't go to jail. I don't have bail money. But Wendy's not likable. She's not likable. She's Mm -hmm. very stuck up. She's condescending. She's so stubborn. Like, so stubborn and condescending. But, like, I I will hold out. I will be the one person. Wendy, I like you. Like, on on this little, like, island when you are your normal self. When you're being a mom and you're, like, being a real person, I like her then. I do like her in all her family scenes. And I love that scene with her and Candace. And she was really, like, it seemed like she was really like vibing with her friend and like proud of her like i mean it could all just be they, production they're real too. friends right because yes. they're real friends yes they right. look like, like they're real friends i like those views of wendy like i feel like i could like her. like i want to there's like part of me that's like oh, please like make a turn somewhere like, i feel the, like you like, do i want to like her i i i agree with sarah though she's not likable but in my own, you know, Dr. Ruth way also, or whatever psychologist we use now, because Dr. Ruth was a sex doctor. So like whoever the regular person is, um, therapist now, uh, Dr. Phil. Who, who's the name no, of we're not having white men as our oh, you're <laughs> doctors. Right. Bye. I can't think of any doctor therapist. I'll say Latinx therapy. Go to their website. I, I, you know what? I still like just, um, what is her name? The, the I like the woman from Caso Cerrado. I oh my like God! Oh, yes, Caso Cerrado. Cerrado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have thought of that. Yeah. Okay. In this Caso Cerrado case, um, I'm still name? voting for uh the quest. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I just Doctora. Is Doctora something? Ana Maria. Ana Maria. Yeah, Ana Maria. Yes. I'm picturing the gavel and her voice. Oh my God. <laughs> But I I want to like her. Um, I think it comes from this place. Um, like Shar was saying earlier, I see a lot of similarities with her and Mia about acceptance, and it's like whatever mm-hmm. you use to puff your chest out, right? And yes. in, in um Mia's case, uh, because she's overcoming this whole stripper background and people thinking she's a fucking idiot all the time, she puffs her chest out with this business CEO. Oh my God, mm-hmm. the amount of time she says CEO, I want to die. You know, people want to come at Wendy about the four degrees. Um, Mia does it just as much with this whole CEO. I love when they were like showing how, when she says it was so hard to launch this open and they just showed a clip of her moving like, like <laughs> pamphlets. <laughs> They're so fucking rude. Oh, uh, uh, there was like no like, <laughs> Mia's so cringe with it. Like you can tell like, she wants to show off because right. obviously she came from nothing. And then Wendy's like hard headed, like she's got to be perfect. And, and I like, think oh she has to overcome a lot you. also because remember Wendy's Nigerian and so like yes like going into schools as we know right as Latinas like going into schools where you're somewhat different right and then like um you always got to like prove yourself too because everyone's always like coming down on you or counting you out and she's like, got that eldest daughter energy I don't know yeah. she's the oldest but like she has that like 
you have to do better than like what your parents did. Right. Like your parents sacrificed like them, their lives, you know, to move to this country. Like, so I have to be everything possible. Like, yeah. She so gives she's got to like, puff energy. out her chest also, yes. you know? And like, I get that totally. Um, especially like when you've been the only Latina in a room or you've been like, someone comes at you, I'm real quick to default to my shit too. And then I get all fucking arrogant. So like, I, I see a lot of myself in both of these characters. Mm-hmm. And I think they have I'm more in common. Than, than I they, do like, too. Like, yes. Yes. I agree. That's the mashup I want to see. I'm like, you guys have so much in common. Actually, if you could just stop hating each other <laughs> for one second. Rough, rough stuff. I mean, it started um, rough because of the, the boob job like Wendy yeah yeah Wendy did come hard at her and dismissed her to begin with yeah I agree yeah with that, that was their start it's rough 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 way to yeah she she things. judged her harshly a lot and I think that's why Mia came with like I'm gonna show you and here's one talking point about business and I'm gonna <laughs> take it <laughs> um so what do we think going into uh this where I'm looking at my notes John Hopkins was my last note. <laughs> Sorry, I got to it. <laughs> oh my God, it's because it was so funny. Like, I just can't. so much. Like, there's so many things to cover. Like, there really was. Like, I was trying to, like, keep it in groups, um, but there was just, like, so much. Because, like, I, Potomac has really brought it. I, ha- I didn't even know where to turn. Yes. Every episode, I was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to wait. <laughs> oh so like so much cringe so much like there's so much like funny so much I mean oh my god (laughs) I'm looking for um what's her name Candace in this oracle hoodie with the gloves yes I love it I love everything Because everything she says just sounds more prophetic, like like she's an oracle. Yes, it, it's just because of the the vibe. But also, yeah. like I feel like she's come into her own because now she has to kind of edit, you know, like yeah. herself because she has to worry about her career. So like she's um she's up there for me with like Phaedra. Oh my God! Yes, yes. I mean, I I live for Phaedra. I oh my I. Like Phaedra's said, my number one forever, but like Candace yes. is so good. Like I mean, Candace is really good. I saw someone do a Christmas card where it says, uh, not today, neck, not today. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm living for these ladies. How do we feel about going into that? Was gonna be my last wrap-up question. Um, going into next week and the mid-season trailer, we see um the ladies turning on the grand dame and fucking Giselle. we knew it was coming uh, Giselle 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 what is Giselle doing this season I mean nothing as always she's always <laughs> turning the pointing yeah. at other pe- people and like sh- everything she does from her humor she's also funny which is like very annoying because I don't want to like yeah. her but yeah but she, she does make funny. me laugh she makes um, me laugh too there are moments oh like oh my god that's what I was gonna ask you guys I forgot because it wasn't in my notes when they're in the sprinter going to dinner, do you poop in front of your spouse? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Not I was popular, like, I was going to try no. not to. <laughs> Our mother has taught us not to do that. Yeah. So I would keep some things no. to the imagination. <laughs> right. I would have to, like, yeah, plan that around. That's a no. Robin That's- um, and Giselle, right? Both said yes. I was surprised Giselle said yes. Me too. Because she's um, so like princesa. Yeah. About stuff like. Yeah, she's so senora vibes, you know? Like, oh I was surprised God. she's down with pooping. 
And she's like, if I have to fart, I fart. If I have to poop, poop. No, never. <laughs> Not she like- said, let the poop be free. <laughs> That was cracking me up. Um, and then I was gonna ask you guys, as the moms, um, Sana was gonna kill me. I forgot to ask these to the moms. Um, <laughs> what what is the age you stop showering in front of your kids? Because Robin's still doing it at fourteen in front of her boys. <laughs> and Ashley's mom says that her mom still walks. Oh my God, that was the best. She's like, our mom's so good. My like thirty year old brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's all about family dynamics. So like every family is different. So it has to be at whatever comfort level, like everyone is comfortable, but every, what I've heard, cause you know, I follow like a bunch of like child psychology accounts and stuff like that. And usually I think the most common reply when they make posts like that is that if either party, like parent or child starts to feel uncomfortable or the child is asking questions that like over and over or like staring, you know, things like that. And you start to like, uh either feel uncomfortable or feel like there's more to the story now you know and their brains are like thinking differently you know and it's not just like sano you know like whatever mm-hmm. like um I mean there's nothing wrong with like naked body at least not for me I know everyone's different people are raised with different levels of like what's what they feel comfortable with or what they deem like appropriate but I think I would go by that like it's all good especially if you're the same like you have the same body parts as like your child I feel like it's less strange you know because yeah. they're just like used to seeing the same things like over and over they have the same things but if they ever ask any different questions something like that I think it can make some parents uncomfortable so if you're uncomfortable then like you don't you're allowed to be like I would like privacy so I think and you like, have little ones at one point are you going yeah. to stop being naked um I mean I haven't thought about that so much yet because it's like all so innocent she's like only like a four-year-old um but probably I don't know like I mean it'll probably be soon right like if they our thing is big on like following her lead so if she asks for privacy like to go potty or something like that then like you give her privacy I know like when we were growing up like we weren't allowed to like close doors you <laughs> right? know, or, like do things by ourselves <laughs> but, but I think, think that's different now. Like yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny I don't think we're parenting like that anymore you know like we're giving our kids like better tools than we had because like we don't want to pass along all this like body shame and like the the fact remember like in our like we're growing up like you didn't talk about anything so like never but chances are you knew a cousin or someone who got like sexually abused especially like knowing girls you know oh yeah like uh someone at school or like someone out like at a party or or something like that yes Uh or a family member Mm because that shit happens and like yep. n- nobody talked about it. You had to be right. quiet. You weren't allowed to talk about body parts. You like, I feel like my mom wasn't that like shutting it down. Like she talked, she was very open about like my period and stuff like that. But like, I know some people, like especially super, super Catholic people like never got into that. Like you discovered it when it happened. And then they were like, don't talk about this, especially in front of like your father or your brothers, yeah. you know, like, like it's very hush hush and like shameful. So like, I don't think we're going that route, like our generation. Yeah, definitely. We're, we've been trying to be super open with my niece. Um, yeah, give my them the tools yeah, to like speak to up. know and say things yes. and ask. You know, like and I name I body parts by name. Don't call them like all the cutesy stuff that our parents right. and grandmas and stuff when they were bathing. You would call them, you know, like no say what it is. And oh my god. <laughs> so cringe but like studies show too that like kids who know and are equipped yeah yeah, can like pinpoint um (laughs) I've read something like recently that was like a teacher 
um, couldn't, like they filed a report, but the kid was saying, uh, so-and-so touched my cookie or something like that. And they, the report was, was like, oh, this is vague. So they couldn't actually do anything because they Oh, like, that's good. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they're like, that's not a good thing. Don't teach your kids nicknames for their body parts because legally, like when they put something down like that on paper, like then the person who's getting in trouble, if it's an adult right. can be like, oh yeah, I ate their Oreo out of, you know, their lunchbox. Right. They offered it to me. And really they, what they were doing was like, to interpretation. Yes, yeah, exactly. So that was long winded, but the point is giving our kids the like equipment and the like knowledge to speak up for themselves or to know like so if they feel uncomfortable they can speak up to you and be like what is this or you know like I don't like this anymore or I would like privacy like that kind of thing yeah I had read uh, about the naming of, of your private areas that it was beneficial because um they, they were saying something like you should when my niece was little like that we shouldn't we should encourage proper you know names of things and not do the baby naming because somehow it like also helps them be more like independent of their own body or something like that I remember my yeah they should just like, know what they have and right. like be able to mm-hmm. like advocate for themselves because people take advantage of kids because they're like oh this kid won't know how to describe what right. is happening or like they won't be able to like if they say something no one will believe them but if your kid's like oh my you know this exact body part then that sounds very official you know right or the kid can be like please don't touch you know my right like behind or something, you know, like, or whatever it is, you know, like, please don't touch there. And then the adult is like usually scared off because they're like, oh shit, this kid is equipped. They know what they're talking about. This is not going to be like, I can't bullshit this child, you know? Yeah. I feel like to your point about going back to the showering thing with, when they ask for it, I think my niece, yeah, right around like six or seven, she started like closing us out and like wanting her privacy to go to the bathroom. And yeah like we we took her her him but my mom was uh, definitely a traditional Mexican mom we grew up like always in a towel I never saw anybody walk around naked and we're all females in the house um but there was none of that so like I remember when I got to college <laughs> like what I was people doing yeah everybody was <laughs> naked all the time in the dorm room. I think it's a cultural thing I, too yeah, for I us it's very like all that <laughs> I didn't know where to look. That's so funny. And I was showing up with my chanclas for the, the Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> That's the right way to do it. Sorry. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, I ain't getting foot fungus. Exactly. Um, nasty. I was always like wrapped up. And even, even when I lived by myself, I'm like always in a, even when I had my own apartments and living completely alone, I never walked around naked. That's, you um, should do it. It's, it's lovely. <laughs> I would clutch my pearls but you're right I feel for the next generation like we're trying to like break a lot of these like old myths and stuff and uh yeah Uh, I think people just forget that kids are like they're a human being they're not like we're not how do I say it like we're not implanting everything from us into them to make a copy of ourselves like they're their own person and so people forget to talk to them and like help them like like as their own person, not as what you would want or like you feel weird about. Cause we can also put our weird, like, I don't want her to feel any like body shame or anything like that. So I'm very like careful with what I say, like never saying like, Oh, I look fat. Like this is like gross, you know, like yeah. I shouldn't eat this, like stuff like that. It all goes together. Yeah. My sister does that a lot and I call her out on it all the time. Yes. Don't do I'm that. Like, don't do that. Cause you've caused issues in her. She's now like all worried, you know, she just turned 15, 16 and 
she's in that scene where she thinks she's so fat and i'm like you and they're gonna get all of that at school anyways like you can't protect them from that so you might like from the outside so you might as well not have that that's why i told my sister i'm like you need to stop saying stuff about your own weight and and the horrible self-talk you have because it shit gets in her head she might not say anything but look at her you know now she's all Mm -hmm. concerned because she knows now what you think is fat and what you're saying you know so like yeah oh my goodness (laughs) um yeah definitely in our household that my mom was like no at one point when we were younger she was like I used to she even used to like have us changed already in the bathroom although I did shower with my sister up until we were a little older like maybe seven also and then like when we would go to Mexico they would just throw all the the primas like all the little girls we would all <laughs> together <bathing>. yeah <laughs> the big like, Tupperware to bathe yeah. softly. <laughs> so we would just like all stand there and they would turn us my tia and rinse us all off and then slather That's us so down funny. in vaseline yes uh, did you guys get vaselina too oh yeah <laughs> that or like yeah. just some kind of lotion like you had to be slathered yeah slathered in something um oh my god that's so much fun uh, any last thoughts for did we talk about karen karen and Giselle? Mm, like kind of i'm just ready oh, i'm ready to see it like i want to see it i'll play out and see what's going to happen because karen is so good at like deflecting and like <laughs> making everything go how she wants it to go you know <laughs> or yes. trying so yes. i'm curious to see how this will play out because they clearly push some buttons that make her like pop off and that's, you know, she tries to, like, control her emotions and her image. <laughs> like, the wrong Definitely. So um, I'm excited to see. cheated on, not cheated. Do you think they've had an open relationship? I bet they have. Why not? Like, like, almost 20 years older than her right Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. And the way they talk about stuff. Yeah, I think he's 20 or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way they talk about stuff and the way they've made it seem. And all the, like, little rumors that have been circulating that she... I don't think she's done anything that he doesn't know about or vice versa, but I do think that she cares a lot about her image and like, doesn't want their stuff to get out so that people, especially because they're kids. Right. I bet you she, that would be so awkward for her kids to find out that she had like little love side pieces, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But it just like changes your perspective. Yeah. Like your parents. (laughs) Absolutely. Cause he, cause he's, I was thinking about it and I'm like, well, he is significantly older. Like as far as speaking of like, talking about sex like adults you know sexually like yeah that's, you know so I'm like well I think it's between the two of them but yeah. I don't think she wants that to ever be she, she wants it to stay private I guess that yeah because she's also very much a southern belle that way well, both life. of them because he didn't like her even getting like plastic surgery because he didn't want that oh I appreciated like, that though I want to marry someone like that because I don't want to have to like nip and tuck and like I feel like I have to I have to do it because like you know I, I gotta keep up but I don't actually want to <laughs> I like that he was like if this is what he's saying if he was saying I don't think you need it then that's great but at the same time like she sh- she can do whatever the fuck she wants it's like her body you know True. yeah <laughs> like as long, he great. should be he should be supportive but I d- if where he was coming from was from a place of love saying that like he loves how she's aged then that is that is very nice but as like him saying like you shouldn't be telling young girls this and that She's like a grown ass like lady. She's not like I don't oh know, Miss, uh, Karen, Miss America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not Miss America who's like on some platform, which is also dumb. Like that doesn't matter either. Um, but like she's not. She can do whatever she wants. She has lived her life. She has earned to like the right to do it. She raised children. If that's what she feels like she wants to do, 
now, then all the power to her, you know? Yeah, I do feel women can, and we, we've talked about this, anyone listening, we, we've had conversations about this before. I do feel like women have the right to do whatever we want to do at the same time, because I don't fit the modern mainstream image of like body type, face type, whatever. Like I oh, would yeah. appreciate um, a world where I didn't have to worry about that. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, of course, fantastic. that's like perfect ideal scenario. Like, um, I remember I used to wear, um, like, I used to wear, because, you know, I'm from Texas. So, like, in Texas, we do heavy makeup, <laughs> heavy hair. And I remember I used to, like, date like that a lot. Like, always, like, the full makeup, full hair. Yep. But then, like, when I got to D.C., I remember that was one of the things that was so nice. That, like, nobody really wears heavy makeup over there. No, and people don't dress up. It's actually so boring. Up. It's so it boring. Is, I love it, though. It made me feel so free that, like going out to talk to a potential date or someone like that's true you don't have those expectations exactly. of the south the south has some like like crazy yeah. yeah it was it's a lot you know and so like that was so freeing to be in dc and like my hair i could wear it naturally curly and like <laughs> yes. i didn't have to like shellac all this stuff on my face and i just felt so free and then when i came home to texas I stopped wearing makeup. I rarely wait, wear it now. And like, people are always like, um, do you need more time to get ready? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, is that how you're doing your hair? Like, yeah. And I'm like, no, this is how I look now. <laughs> but it's oh, nice. Cause so I funny. feel like if I ever found someone that actually liked me like this, as I am, that would be great. Cause I don't want to be wearing all that stuff. And now there's, you no will find someone. I think <laughs> what my mom would say is like, Para gusto se hicieron los colores. because Right. putting like slapping a bunch of makeup on your face and like slathering it on makes you happy then I love that for you right if you want to wear heels every that. day yes and like that's and I love some it people. so cute yeah yeah so but if it's not for you and you're not feeling yourself then that's not for you you know what I'm saying like yeah because I do love the señoras I think there's something beautiful about like that old school mom or the old school ladies that get all dressed up you know and sometimes I see that especially when yes, I, see I at love the airport. it I think that's so precious yeah, um, I wish I could be one of those. I just wasn't built that way. I never have been. Just not. No, I like comfort at the airport. <laughs> I'm right. in yoga pants. Like, you're, you're gonna wear flats. Oh, flat yeah. sandals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in flats all the time. Um, so I'm funny. actually gonna like get rid of all like my heels. Uh, <laughs> It's just one of those you get to a point in your life where you look at them and I'm like, yeah, I'm never wearing them again. And my foot I is think like not. <laughs> the imp- oh yeah, there's so many shoes. I'm like, how did I even walk like, uh, right? like through blocks and blocks to go out in these? Like, I think um, at this point, because we're like, you know, <laughs> elder millennials. <laughs> yeah, we're all elder um, millennials. Geriatric. <laughs> um, you, we like revert. I saw something recently and it was like, you, at this point, you like revert to all the things that you loved or like always wanted to do, but couldn't do, or like the things oh, yeah. you, you did do. And then like changed about yourself when you became an adult. Yeah. And it's so true <laughs> because now we don't give a fuck. Like we're just like, yeah. I'll wear this. Like if I want to do this, if I want to wear like green eyeliner, like now, like I'll do it. I just do it. Yeah. I wake up and be like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just putting this green eyeliner on like and that's whatever life. I want. Like, yes, I love it. I love the yeah, freedom that comes ago, with like age. I just took my, yeah, absolutely. Like two days ago, I just got tired of my hair being so long and I just took scissors and chopped it. I don't even know love it. straight line. I don't know if it's even, I, love that. I don't know. I just, <laughs> hair, that's the best yeah. part is we can chop and it doesn't matter because like curl. Yeah, it'll curl up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
But I just got like, oh, I was so tired of my hair, like just always being down my back. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Before I would have died, I would have had a whole fucking summit conversation with friends about yep. this. <laughs> I like that we're like dressing for ourselves, not like what someone yeah. else. Because you know, you see all the kids and like they look so cute and they're like TikToks and stuff. And I'm like, but I don't want to wear it. Like, I don't want to be stuck wearing that. Like, they have no. to worry about they have to suck in or like their butt cracks going to hang out when they like, to, like bend Absolutely. down to pick something up. Like, I don't yeah, want to live that life. The fact that anymore. we used to walk around naked with pelo mojado to go to a party, like, I just, I, I'm shocked at myself. I was like, I can't believe the other day my cousin was like, when we were talking about Thanksgiving. Uh, he's like, are you going to go out? And I was like, oh my God, no, it's freezing. <laughs> and it's like, no, degrees. <laughs> like, my, no. my heating blanket is on and like, I'm <laughs> yeah. about to watch like a show. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to binge some true, true crime dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the best. Oh my God. I have so much fun. Um, yes. I know, off topic for anyone listening. I know a lot. <laughs> so it's going to be a doozy to edit. <laughs> I feel like but I feel like other Latinas it's like I don't know I feel like we all speak the same language and so (laughs) it feels nice to gather (laughs) I think we'll they'll understand and follow our our (laughs) Our bullet points because I still had yeah I still had an outline going (laughs) um but there was so much to cover I'm so glad you guys were able to jump on yeah same for anyone listening um we will be back i don't know if it's before the end of the year or at the beginning of next year but we are going to finish out potomac for sure we're only halfway there so we still have quite a bit to go ahead but thank you char um yeah for anyone celebrating las dominicanas las colombianas mexicanas all latinas tengan um what what do we say Fe- no feliz navidad yeah but like i don't know drink up your noche buena enjoy <laughs> enjoy life yeah <laughs> enjoy food and fam celebrando noche buena i hope you guys all um were good boys and girls y que les va a traer algo chocotos or santo claus what do you guys call him we, jokingly i've heard chocotos over here sometimes uh, I feel like Santa Claus, like oh, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, <laughs> like Dominican, and <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> Santa Claus, Chocotas, uh, Santo Claus, whatever you guys call them. But oh my God, I know what I forgot to ask you guys too. We'll have to do this on the next one. World Cup. <laughs> Are you guys? Oh following? my goodness, so much stress. Yeah, tomorrow we have U.S. has a match. We're playing Netherlands, I think. Oh okay, I believe yeah. So. I had so many questions about that too, but yeah. Uh, I just like Dominicans are baseball. Baseball. Oh yeah. Hey, Houston, we just won. And like the majority of the team are, (laughs) I know, right? We fired everyone that was part of that. I know, I know. I just love love hating. (laughs) But most of them are Dominican on the Houston team. I know I love um, like just following different players, not necessarily like a specific, oh, we're from Atlanta. So Atlanta, but um like seeing all the people from like DR play and yeah it's like cool the, the majority of the Astro team is one Latino like uh, like I think 20 of the players if I counted correctly last night 20 25 players so we're like majority Latino team but of that Latino pool the majority is Dominicano so love shout it. out to the DR Latino power come on <laughs> is that what you guys say Latino power? Is it the national team like thing oh I love that because I know Costa Rica is pura vida yeah and when the team when the baseball team plays people like hold up platanos <laughs> oh my god that's so cute i didn't know this platano power i love it i love learning this stuff 
So shout out to all the Houston Astro fans. I was part of them. I was so excited. And shout out to the Dominicanos, um, Platano <laughs> Power, as Char has now told us. I'll have to post that in the stories. <laughs> yes. Shout out to everyone except for the, the racist pieces of shit who are oh, true. involved with the Haitian like deportation and all that good stuff that's happening right there too. So I have to be real for a second. Like absolutely, absolutely. Same, same goes for us. Any any kind of yeah. racist, any y'all can't be doing. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> that and not everyone, except. To everyone except for racist shit and the prison. Goodbye. Oh my God, you guys are the DC girls. Yeah. Next time we need to we have so much to talk about on that front too. Um, that's kind of something I miss about Wendy. She was always our gateway to talk about political issues because she talked about political issues. Yes. Um, but she hasn't done that this season. But yeah, next one, I need to write down the bullet point. Um, I have questions for you guys also politically as the DC correspondents. But that will be <laughs> for next time, everyone listening. So tune in. Uh, Latinas watching Bravo. Feliz Navidad, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>